Hello, my name is JJ Holly, and I'm President and CEO of the Woodlands Area Chamber of Commerce, and welcome to another episode of Between the Trees. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Woodlands Online, for helping us put this on every year. And today is my distinct pleasure to welcome Mr. Tim Jeffcoat, the District Director for the Houston Small Business Administration. And the SBA has a ton of stuff going on that helps out small businesses. But in particular, I think we're very, very fortunate to have such an active SBA locally. Uh, I just want to tell you, Tim, that y'all have done an absolute fantastic job in keeping the chambers and our membership up to date and informed and you are always available. I think you don't, you and Valerie and Mark just must not sleep at <laughs> night uh, because you are always available. So thank, thank you, you for all that you do for us. Well, thank you. It's a privilege. <clears throat> we know it's a privilege to help Americans with their small businesses and we take it seriously. So I really appreciate that. Well, the SBA has a ton of stuff going on mm -hmm. that is both pandemic related, disaster related, but I'd like to start with just some SBA programs that are there uh, in uh, every day that are there that's sure. available for businesses to help them get capital to help them run. Sure. Well, we it might be helped to say that we help small businesses in four main ways. As you say, one of the first ones is every small business needs access to capital. We can use our own money to start a business to grow to a certain point, but there comes that point when we want to buy the building we're in or we need to add a new bay onto our muffler shop or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So we need to get somebody else's capital. So the SBA helps you get that money. Mm -hmm. And we do that a lot of different ways. Uh, the second thing we do is every small business person has some passion, whether it's my barbecue sauce recipe or it's you know my fitness program, mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean I know how to run a business. So we have over 250 free counselors here in the Houston area that can sit down with you one-on-one, -on -one, just like we're doing now, mm -hmm. and help you with all those details that probably mystify you today. Mm -hmm. Once you get a little experience under your belt, we have a third program for you. We can help you grow by accessing contracts with Uncle Sam, with the federal government. So we have some special programs that, that we help you access those contracts. Up to 23% of all federal contracts every year are awarded to small businesses. And these contracts here in the Houston area are normally more than a million dollars each. So to many small businesses, that's life-changing. Mm -hmm. That could be a whole year of revenue for some small businesses. It could easily be, mm -hmm. it could easily be. In fact, uh, during the pandemic, one of our more notable firms that we work with like this added 100 employees Wow! during the pandemic because- It's amazing there are some success stories Exactly, During exactly. And then the final is disaster, of course. Yeah. Whether it's a natural disaster or an economic disaster, which mm -hmm. is the way we look at the pandemic, um, then we have programs to help you survive in those. So what, we, what my fondest hope is that everyone that owns a business that in their mind is not a giant business, mm -hmm. that means you fit. 99.5% of all the businesses in this area are small by our standards. Mm -hmm. That's you. So we have these programs for you. We're the United States government. We just want to help you. Mm -hmm. We aren't going to ask for payment. We're not going to put you on an email list to get all kinds of spam. Um, we are here to help you start or grow your small businesses. So if I'm a small business and I do need some capital and it's not during a pandemic, not a disaster, we right. can talk about that right. in, in a little bit. What are some options for me? 
you know, this is a great time to do that, in fact. But the basic process is, if you let us know that you need that capital, we will supply you with a list of probably right now it's about 225 banks, credit unions, and other lending organizations here in the Houston area that are ready to talk to you about your capital needs and they understand small business. Most importantly, they understand your needs and they know what you need to move to the next level of your business. So we'll connect you with them. They'll work with you on making the loan. And what they do is they turn around to the SBA and we guarantee the loan. So let's say JJ needed a million dollars. Normally, we would guarantee 750000 of it. So if the bank, if the worst thing in the world happens and JJ mm-hmm. can't pay back that loan, we pay the bank $750,000. So it greatly reduces the bank's risk. And it motivates the bank to lend to small mm-hmm. businesses, which usually are considered a higher risk mm-hmm. by the bank. Um, we have grown a lot in the number of lenders that we work with here in the Houston area. But importantly, that guarantee that I talk about that motivates them to lend to small businesses, it's 90% through this year, which is until September the 30th. Mm -hmm. So the banks right now are very motivated to fund small businesses and help them. As the example I gave, uh, my friend, Ms. Navarro, who added a bunch of employees during Mm -hmm. the pandemic, if she wanted some financing right now, I guarantee there will be a number of banks very interested in talking with her. So it's a great public-private partnership yes. because you're, you're leveraging the staff, the expertise at the bank with some government assistance, government guarantee, and then it helps the small business grow. We all know that small business is business in America. Right. Exactly so. Uh, that's our focus. We know that the really big businesses, the publicly traded businesses, they have access to all sorts of capital that most of us have never even heard of. Mm-hmm. But... You know, those folks that have that great idea, they're in their garage right now developing that product. By the way, that's what Apple was, and they started with SBA financing. That's exactly the example I was going to think of. Exactly so. And then we can step in and help them with the uh, counseling to figure out how to run a business, Mm -hmm. help them with the money that they need so that we can have more Apple computers out there. If someone wants to uh, approach a, a bank and go that route, what are, what's some of the terminology? Is it, it what kind of loan are they, are they mm-hmm. asking for? Well, I'll tell you that they want pretty much any loan that the bank is willing to give. Mm-hmm. If you, let's use you again, JJ, you go into the bank, you say, yeah, I, I want to borrow a million dollars for this business I want to start. And they might look at you and say, great, Based on everything we know about you, your, your credit profile, we'll do a regular conventional loan. Mm-hmm. That's the best case. Mm-hmm. And interest rates are great right now. Interest rates are very good. They'll turn to the SBA for a guarantee if they perceive that there's a little bit of extra risk. So that's a lot of the small businesses that go in. So you don't actually have to say, I'm looking for an SBA loan. You just, you're seeking financing. So if you have a relationship with the bank, that's the best place to start. It absolutely is. Let's say, uh, let's pick the first bank of Tim. Mm-hmm. That's your bank. What I would ask you to do is let us know first. We'll make sure you know who the small business bankers are at that bank. Just because you have a branch near your house doesn't mean the people in that bank do small business banking, which mm-hmm. is different. It's a specialty just like doing uh, wealth banking or doing uh, treasury banking, our Mm -hmm. specialties. Mm -hmm. So we would make sure you're talking to the right one. 
If you don't have a bank today that you like, that's okay. We can get you connected. Well, as usual, Tim, you are phenomenal at taking what, what at least those of us on the outside perceive as being a complicated process and boiling it down to making it real simple. Just, just contact your bank. Absolutely. Now, something else I would recommend, if you need, uh, you want to buy a franchise, whatever it is that you need capital for, a first step that I always recommend is connect with one of SBA's partners, these counseling partners that I mentioned. Mm -hmm. Once again, 250 of them here in the area. And one of the things they do is they help you put your business ideas or your growth plans into the context that's meaningful to the banker. So then when you go in and you sit down with Joe or Jane Banker, you're able to show them exactly what they'd like to see the first time you talk to them. You look professional from the, from the first step. Not only that, but you know, in a lot of cases, people that work with our, our, our partners will go to the bank and, and they say, yeah, we need $100,000 for this thing. And the bank looks at their proposal and goes, wow, this is really good. And in fact, we're pretty sure you need 350 because wow. we've funded a lot of bank, a lot of opportunities like this. Hundred might not be enough, and it's not that they're trying to sell more money. It's because they're small business bankers, and they know what you'll need. They know they can look at your business plan. Mm-hmm. They can look at this proposal and say, "Okay, we understand what you're wanting to do, and we think maybe you need a little more than that." And, and that is the key. I think uh, uh, at, at the Woodlands Chamber, we see large businesses, small mm-hmm. businesses, and startups, especially a lot of innovation startups. Right, right. and they they have a. Uh, uh, a person has an individual skill and a passion, but they just don't know quite how to make it right. into a business and all of that that it takes. Right. So what are those programs that, and, and how would they get in touch with those? Uh, and what do they call to help that counseling and just mm-hmm. sort of given that, uh, that expertise? Right. Well, right here in the Woodlands, of course, you've got Lone Star College. Mm-hmm. And at Lone Star College, you have an organization called the Small Business Development Center. That, or we call it SBDC. We don't like saying all those words. So you <laughs> It's got to be a government program to get a lot of letters associated <laughs> you, you, with you it. You got it. We're good at that. But you can just Google that, Lone Star SBDC. Yeah. And you will be able to talk to advisors there that know this area. They know most industries. They're very, very good generalists in that they understand small business and they understand the market, et cetera. So they will be there to help you with that. There's also an organization called SCORE, mm-hmm. which is Service Corps of Retired Executives, which is actually a misnomer because they're not all retired executives. Mm-hmm. Many of them are folks that run and own their own businesses, but they've achieved a certain level of success that they don't go to work anymore. And they so want to give back. And they volunteer their time. Yeah. Exactly. And we've got 160 of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I've and met we, a lot of those individuals over over time. You've got are, some really good nice. ones right here in the Woodlands. In mm-hmm. fact, one of them in particular is a marketing expert. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, and we, we fully understand that sometimes for a woman, it feels better to work with another woman yeah. in an atmosphere with women. Mm-hmm. So we have two women's business centers here in Houston. One is affiliated with the Greater Houston Women's Chamber of Commerce. And they have a location uh, here in the Woodlands. Mm-hmm. And the other is uh, affiliated, affiliated with the Women's Business Enterprise Alliance. But all of them together can take you where you are today, understand what you want to achieve, and then help you systematically put that plan together, including talking to a lender, if that's appropriate, mm-hmm. and how to get that funding intact. I'm 
very glad to hear that there is a diversity element to this. Mm -hmm. we, we have a diversity and inclusion council that we developed Good. as part of the chamber. And one of the things that we're hearing from our volunteer team that, that makes up that council is they would like some sort of help in procurement and contracts and government contracts, mm -hmm. but also contracts with uh, larger employers. Right. In many cases, I know with federal contracts, there's even a requirement that some of the dollars go to historically underutilized businesses. And That's correct. So how can we, uh, I guess, partner together and help get those businesses together and, and help them get those contracts? Absolutely. Well, we've got federal contracts, state contracts, local contracts, county contracts, and we can help with all of that. Our mm -hmm. forte, the SBA, is going to be federal. Mm -hmm. But our partners... At the SBDC, for instance, there's an organization called Procurement Technical Assistance Center. Again, one of those government things, PTAC. I used, I used to work for one of those. Okay. That's right. In, in Lufkin, at okay. Angelina College. Well, yep. this PTAC is outstanding. Yes. And this PTAC doesn't just do federal. They also do state and local. Mm -hmm. So anyone that wants to pursue getting contracts with government organizations, we can help put together some workshops for that. Absolutely mm -hmm. happy to do that. You're right. Diversity makes a difference. And I do want to make a note. When we say diversity, people tend to think in terms of race and ethnicity. Mm -hmm. But another aspect to diversity is uh, handicapped. So whether that's physically or mentally or both. Yeah. And LGBT. Mm -hmm. Because that's a social disadvantage. Mm -hmm. Or at least it's that's the way it's perceived by mm -hmm. the federal government. So anyone that fits into those categories... Um, are a perfect fit for this. And in many cases, veterans fall into this category as well. That is great to hear because there, there are so many uh, uh, ways in which some people feel like they're limited and in fact have been limited right. with access to those contracts. So we can definitely work together and get them to the right, uh, to the right folks. Exactly. And sometimes a small business's path to success won't be getting those contracts It'll be subcontracting mm -hmm. to somebody that's getting lots of those contracts. Mm -hmm. We can help with that as well. And it's amazing how some businesses have developed that expertise. Because once you've done it once or twice or 15 times, <laughs> it becomes old hat. Yes. But if it's your first time, you look at it and like, oh, right. I don't know if I can do this. It feels very complicated. It's very intimidating. It can be. It can be. So we certainly try to help simplify things. We help your hands through the process. One of the things that we do to also try to kind of level the playing field, when it comes to accessing capital or accessing contracts, we try to do events these days, those tend to be virtual, mm -hmm. that give you, JJ, for instance, the opportunity to talk with four or five or more lenders mm -hmm. that understand small business. So rather than you having to make appointments at five different banks, drive to them, et cetera, et cetera, could take two weeks to do all that, mm -hmm. we can do it all in a couple of hours. Because you're a small business and you're busy. Exactly. You're a one-man band in a lot of cases. You got it right. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've been talking to a business person who's actually taking a break from helping one customer, waiting for the next one, because they can't leave that facility right wow. that minute. So this makes really, really good use of your time. We do this for uh, connecting you with potential contracts, mm -hmm. and we do this connecting you with lenders. 
Right. And we do a lot more on the lending side because, believe it or not, the contracting side gets a little more complicated. Mm -hmm. But we do, uh, just recently we held a virtual event with the Small Business Development Center and had, uh, good grief, it was about a hundred different contracting organizations that small businesses could meet with to at least develop a relationship that gets them to the point that they can win those contracts. Oh, well, that is really great to hear. And I think that... Uh... Uh, there's some opportunities that maybe we can help put our membership with you and and start uh, getting those two pieces together. Absolutely. We're there. So I, I think in uh, uh, the last piece, what we're talking about is when disasters hit and right. the pandemic has been the, the mother of all disasters. It and has. I think uh, you and your office have just been a shining star to us with all the information that you provided. Uh, it's been a very, very fast track, especially by government. Uh, quote-unquote standard. Yes, exactly. That a brand new program was initiated, developed, thought of, passed by Congress, sent over to the regulating uh, agencies, mm -hmm. had to have regulations defined, processes yeah. written, which is no small feat, and did yeah. that really in, in record time. And then that's how we ended up uh, getting the PPP program. Right, right. You know, we were doing an awful lot of flying the plane while building it. Yes. But uh, there are four main programs that, that came to light. First was the Paycheck Protection Program, a lot of people have heard of, and it ended today. Mm -hmm. So there is still a little bit of money left, only in a few financial institutions. For all intents and purposes, though, it's over, mm -hmm. and we're now trying to uh, get the final bits of it cleaned up. There's also the opportunity, by the way, in PPP is really a paycheck protection program meant for paychecks. Yes. Economic injury disaster loans. Now, those are loans that come directly from the SBA. They're up to $500,000 for the pandemic, and there's still money available for that. So businesses that are affected by the pandemic, that could be a really good path. It's a 25-year loan at three and three-quarter percent interest, mm -hmm. so very competitive. Fixed interest rate. If you are a restaurant that needs help, there's the restaurant grant. So the restaurant revitalization fund, $28.6 billion. It kicked off last week. And uh, the first 21 days, are we take applications from everyone. Mm -hmm. but we'll only fund women-owned businesses, social and dis economic disadvantaged businesses, which we just described, mm -hmm. and veteran businesses. After the 21 days, the others will receive funding as well until the money runs out. And then we started another grant program called the Shuttered Venues Grant. So that's for musical performance venues, uh, theatrical performance venues, museums, libraries, talent agents, and people in that general kind of, uh, of, uh, of uh, a field. That have had zero work since March of last year. Exactly. The Shuttered Venues, that's a great name mm -hmm. because those have been closed for the most part, or mm -hmm. if they're open, they have extremely limited uh, attendance. Yeah. I know I've been trying to get tickets to the uh, the Van Gogh exhibit at the uh, Museum of Fine Arts, and forget it, because no everything's six feet apart, such yeah. limited attendance. But yes, that's to help them, and then many bars and restaurants and taquerias and taco trucks and everything you can think of like that, they've been affected pretty dramatically as well. In many cases, maybe not as much as the shuttered venues, but for sure they've had an impact. 
So these aren't loans, these are meant to be grants to get these businesses active again so that we can all go out to eat at the places we love again. We can go to the venues that we've all enjoyed. I know I had to cancel a few concert tickets uh, when the pandemic started, yes. or actually they canceled it for me. That's true. We all got the dreaded email. That's right. Thanks for, for buying a ticket. Uh, sorry. <laughs> and we right. don't know when we'll see you again. I actually had a cruise booked too. Oh, wow. It took six months to get oh, that one no. refunded. Yeah. Well, and, and how do those, is, can someone be eligible for all of those programs, IDLE, the PPP, mm -hmm. and the Shutter Venue, of course, if they meet certain requirements? That, that's a wonderful question. You can, you can apply for and receive both PPP and EIDL. Uh, they're used actually for slightly different purposes. Mm -hmm. PPP, again, is focused on paychecks, mm -hmm. where EIDL is for all of those operating expenses in order to keep your doors open. Um, PPP, I mean, excuse me, the Shuttered Venue and the Restaurant Fund actually are mutually exclusive. Mm -hmm. You either fit into one bucket or the other. So with some people, you know, there could be the restaurant that has a lot of musical performances. Well, they'll have to make a decision, are they an entertainment venue or are they a restaurant? Mm -hmm. And usually their financials will make the decision for them because when you get dig into the details in the case of Shuttered Venue, for instance, I think it's 70% of your revenue has to come from your principal activity. So those are details. We can help you with that. Mm -hmm. All those resource partners we mentioned can help you figure that out. Mm -hmm. But if you think you fit into either one of those, then we can help you choose the right one so you can move forward and get access to this grant money. So if someone does have questions on any of these programs, mm -hmm. uh, what is the uh, best way to contact you or should they contact their lender depending on, how does that work? Any question you have, if you watch this and you have questions about how you can be helped, you just email us. And that's the very best way right now. It's houston at sba.gov. And we check that email frequently. You should get a response the same day. It might be the next day, but mm -hmm. it'll be pretty quick. Which is amazing with all the number of businesses <laughs> in your area. Well. Yeah, that's true, I guess, but uh, I've got a superbly motivated team. Yeah. Everyone on the team loves what they do. They love helping small business. We all recognize it's a privilege. Mm -hmm. So when that email comes in, we take it seriously and we try to get it handled as quickly mm -hmm. as we can. Sometimes it might be one sentence, mm -hmm. but if that's all it takes, then we'll do that and make sure that you get what you need and we get you uh, in the direction you need to go. And your website has been a great resource for oh, us. Good. I know we've looked at that and we've pointed uh, other businesses to that as well. And do you know that address? Uh, SBA.gov. Perfect. Yep. Yep. We, you're right. Well, there's a wealth of information on there. Um, one thing that I'll mention, by the way, for anybody that might be thinking that they want to meet up with a lender, you really should be ready. You really should talk to these resource partners first, as I mentioned. Yeah. But you can always go to our website, and there's a tool there called Lender Match. So you can say, I'm JJ, I need a million dollars, I'm buying a franchise, and there's a few other things that you need to explain, and you submit it. And it will. They, we will then send that information to a bunch of lenders that want to lend to small businesses in the Houston area. And those that are interested will then mm -hmm. contact you directly and say, hey, we saw your request, we'd like to uh, talk to you about funding your uh, franchise. That's great. And it gets better every year. We can yeah. constantly make improvements mm -hmm. to that tool. Well, we appreciate your partnership at the yes, Chamber. Sir. We appreciate the partnership that you've developed and fostered with all the banks. 
because it really takes all of us to to get this thing going. And uh, I think you've done a phenomenal job there at the SBA. So thank you very much for all you've done for us. Well, you're you're very welcome. Again, we enjoy what we do. Yeah. So. If you're happy with it, then we must be doing something okay. We're, we're ecstatic. I, I think <laughs> well, you've been you. incredibly informative. You've shared information that was understandable because this Good. can get really complicated yes. really quickly. It does. And you're, you and your staff always do a great job at simplifying it, getting it into understandable terms where people can digest it and then can get the help. And the PPP has been wildly successful because... Tremendously. Just, just the numbers alone have been uh, amazing. And people, a lot of people are getting funds from that and they're able to stay open. Yeah. Yeah, since all this started last March, March of 2020, here in the Houston area, it's right roughly $30 billion that we have been able to put into the hands of small businesses here. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that's made a big help. And when we help the small business, we realize we're helping 99% of the economy. Yes. Most of us do business with small businesses all the time, and we may not even realize it. Mm -hmm. It might have a, a, a name brand on the side, but that might be a franchise by the mm -hmm. guy that lives down the street or mm -hmm. the girl that lives down the street. Yeah. So we're, we're delighted to have been able to have done that. Before we close up, is there anything else you'd like to add? I, it might surprise you. I think this is an outstanding time to either start that business someone has been thinking about or to grow a business you've already got. Mm -hmm. And there are different rationales behind both. But the ability to access funding right now is, 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 is wonderful. Mm -hmm. The interest rates are extremely low. The 200-ish lenders that we work with here in the Houston area are really motivated to help. Mm -hmm. And again, we've got these 250 folks here in the Houston area ready to help you nail down your plans. It's really a good time and we're coming out of a down period in the economy. I'm an optimist. I'm always an optimist and I'm telling you we're going to be you should work for a chamber. Well, we're going to be growing <laughs> consistently going forward. I am completely convinced of that. What better time to start a business because everybody is emerging from their caves, from their homes. They're ready to consume. They're ready to go on trips. Pent They're ready the to do things. Buy that new car, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. This is a great time. I, I agree with you. Everybody that we talk to is very optimistic mm -hmm. about the coming months in this year, uh, that uh, it's just going to be at a torrid pace. So uh, got to get out there and get people to work. You got it. Well, Tim, thank you again for visiting with us today. And thank you and your team for all that you do for us and for our business community. Uh, couldn't, you know, I couldn't give you more glow glowing praise. We appreciate <laughs> all that you do. Well, thank you. We're flattered and thank you. We just, we just love what we do. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Between the Trees. I hope you've enjoyed our talk with Tim Jeffcoat at the SBA. And again, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Woodlands Online, for helping us with this podcast every week. And my name is J.J. Holly, President and CEO of the Woodlands Area Chamber of Commerce. I hope you have a great day. Thank you.